Hey everyone, so you want to know how to use Anchor, right? I'm here to inform, guide, and help you on how to use Anchor. Anchor is a phone app and hosting site owned by Spotify. It's the awesome idea to start creating your podcast by attempting to be the one-stop shop for podcasters without an extensive technical background. You can follow the vertical integration model, meaning that you can record, distribute, and monetize your podcast. Why are you struggling with paying a hosting site which includes promoting your show with limited storages? Forget about it. It's the simple fact that unlimited storage is free. It includes recording, adding music intros, outros, and uploading episodes. Plus, you get paid some money to put in your pocket through sponsorships with no minimum listenership. That's fantastic and magnificent, isn't it? These are the important things to create and make a podcast. You can download Anchor on your phones, tablets, laptops, and computers, or you can check out anchor.fm so you can get a head start on your podcast right now. Remember, if you have a dream of creating your own podcast, don't let anyone stop you from achieving your goals and dreams. If I can reach the amount of success loving what I love to do in this career, podcasting field so can you i'm g money stacks thank you for listening and have fun with your podcast let's go second let's do that again what's up everybody from the usa all over the world long island plus the five spots of 
Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, and Queens, and and also Canada. I'm your man, G Money Stacks, aka Lonely Nomad, aka Rookie Podcaster, aka the Gregorator, aka YouTuber, aka host with the most, and aka Rookie Podcaster of Queens, New York. And you are now listening and tuning in and rocking with the excellent, fun, vibrant podcast. The Sports Edition Show. And, yeah, episode three. Um, by the way, I want to clarify something. Um, my apologies for the long um, delay of the show. Um, this has to do with the whole rearrangement of my room and stuff like that, which was out of the blue, which I didn't expect this to happen. Um, I just wanted to get that out the way. So you guys don't um make it seem like that um that I that I stopped the podcast. I took a pause actually because I was trying to balance and grow the other two podcast shows that I'm trying to do. So I got you guys as soon as November hits every Sunday and of course you guys are going to get audio streaming platform episodes on Thursdays as I said in the previous beginning on September 19th, which was weeks ago. Um, and yeah. So listen, if you are new to the channel and you miss any previous episodes whatsoever, don't worry. I got your back. You can go grab the subscribe button on the excellent fun, vibrant podcast youtube channel page make sure you enable alerts alongside with the notification bell so you can be reminded of when the show goes in the air via live stream alongside with leaving a like and a comment with the episodes and topics upcoming episodes previous episodes and share the videos alongside with um, tell a friend to another friend, spread the word, and, you know, don't forget to um, stay tuned for more video content, and also don't forget to share the podcast along with all your streaming platforms, along with the link, which I will discuss at the end of the show, all right? Um, now, as f- as far as how I'm doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, I like to say um, it's been a challenging few days, um, especially with the, especially with um, with the whole drama of you know crazy idiotic people who who critique the littlest things out of the blue. So I want to say. It's not about me, you know, trying to please. I'm not here to please anybody. I'm here to actually not only create content, but also to give people some light, something light, so they can get their minds off of stressful situations. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do. You know, you know, relieve the stress from for people who are going through things, even though. You have your good, your bad, and the ugly side of things. 
But guess what? You don't need the Trollzillas, aka online flizzies. You don't need them for validation. Validation is a waste of time and energy. Um, yeah, your energy should be concentrated on yourself and your mental health, which I will talk about. Um, which I will talk about even further as far as myself. Um, now as far as work. Work has been okay. I did get a little triggered in terms of um the graffiti and all that other stuff. Um, but you know, there's always gonna be people out there that just don't care and don't really realize that you're disrespecting people's property. The same goes with a house or a car or a bike or whatever. When you tag someone's property. Of course, there's going to be consequences and accountability, but I leave that to karma to to do all the work. Um, so, therefore, um, I'm gonna just leave it at stat though. All right. Also, um, th- don't forget to follow me on Seventeen Live, which is G Money Stacks Queens, New York. I'm actually live streaming on there right now, um, so you could get a better idea. So you can see me in action on how I'm basically recording a podcast episode whatsoever. Um, now I know for some people who ask me, um, like, how do you how do you do all of it? How you do it all as far as like three podcast shows? Well, the thing is, um, originally, um, I usually do this podcast every Sunday, which is Sports Sunday. But because I had to shuffle around, you know, the the time schedule of, you know, recording, because usually I like to record in the evenings, you know what I'm saying? And I, and, um, I figured to, the reason I'm doing this in an earlier time, because I'm going to be also recording two um, shows which is um, off the Meat Rack Chains New York podcast and Meticulous Vod Juice podcast in honor of Halloween, which, by the way, happy Halloween to everybody out there that's, you know, with their friends, going to um, a Halloween event, a party, uh, whatever. Just make sure you be careful out there and, you know, be safe out there and stuff. So, you know, there you have it. So there's the clarification of what I'm trying to do um, with the uh, podcast shows and stuff. So that way you'll be able to get a better idea on things. So, yeah. Um, Now that I got that out the way, we're going to start the show with a segment. Um, I forget. No, I didn't have a segment here, unfortunately. I didn't have a segment, so I'm just going to get started here. Um, okay. Now, hold on a minute. Let's get to... Let's get right here. All right. Here we go. Um, so, the one person that really annoys me every time I see him on the headlines is Jake Paul. Jake Paul is very annoying compared to his brother um but his thought this story 
goes like this. Um, of course, we just talked to Tyron Woodley and broke down exactly what went down between Jake Paul's entourage and his mom, um, Deborah. Woodley says Jake did not say any anything out of line to Mrs. Woodley, but placed the blame on the problem child for failing to keep his crew in line. Absolute chaos broke out at the Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley press conference just now with the UFC stars on mother getting into it with the YouTubers camp. It all went down after the two fighters faced off and posed for pictures with everything seemingly going according to plan. But as the cameras cut back to commentators Luke Thomas and Brian Campbell, a verbal scuffle broke out behind them, and it was none other than Deborah Woodley in the middle of it. There were chairs knocked over as a crowd formed around DW and security and police worked their way into try and claim down the crowd. As all this was going down, Jake was spotted steering clear of the area and appearing to head back to his spot. The announcers broke down what they heard claiming Tyrone demanded a, a fucking apology and was shouting, you think it's a game. Tyrone was clearly livid over Jake's camp confronting his beloved mom, and the guy had to be escorted out of the room. Excuse me. The whole ordeal went down for several minutes, and Thomas even calls for security to step in and get everyone out of the area. Once Tyrone left the room, he was spotted yelling at pro boxer and Jake's trainer partner, um, Jay Leon Love, who denied ever saying anything to his mother. Jake and Tyrone are set to fight at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland on Sunday night, of course. And yeah. It really got personal. Oh my gosh! Jake Paul and and his brother don't have anything else to. Hold on. Let me let me let me just put myself on screen for a second. Jake Paul and Logan Paul don't have shit to do for themselves. All they do is fucking clown and troll people, especially people like. This guy that I just talked about. And, of course, you know, and I hear from people that they're not real boxers. They're YouTubers, okay? <laughs> they're, they're not real boxers at all, man, to be honest with you. And I just say this, though. Um, the only real boxer that I've been hearing about is Floyd Mayweather. All right? Like, why the hell would you even um try to take on legends and stuff, knowing that they are way bigger than you and way stronger than you. That that, that right there is just crazy, man. And one of the Logan brothers try to take on McGregor. Like, come on, man. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, it it was it was a couple of laughs ago when he when he injured himself and they made a pendant out of it. They made a pendant out of it, and I saw that picture. I was like, yo, <laughs> that's very creative and shit, though, man. You know what I mean? Um, so I, <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Here's the thing about me: I don't really watch boxing, and you know the reason why. I hardly watch boxing is because, you know, the the referee sometimes like to cheat for the other opponent. And and that's the same that goes with basketball, the same goes with football, and the same goes with um any other sport that you could think of, you just name it. All right. So there you have it. Um so our next subject right here has to do with um um okay Rachel Nichols right um of course of course ESPN continues to pay Rachel Nichols salary a certain future on air um she Rachel Nichols outside the TV hosting gig but not the big salary that comes with it because TMZ Sports, I learned that the network respects Nicole's transactions and keeping and keeps paying her. Nicole's, who has been on ESPN since 2004, was removed from the network's NBA coverage um, and saw the show The Jump canceled. The question is, at all her current responsibilities taken away, what's the future for a veteran TV host and replaces? And no, not replaces. Um, reporters on ESPN answer well no decision has been made yet um, Nichols was devoted to the NBA but the network hasn't yet decided whether to use her in a different position according to ESPN sources it is said that Nicole's contract will not expire anytime in the near future and instead of finding a way out of the lucrative deal ESPN has decided to continue paying star Star TV anchor. Of course, Nicole's was at the center of an explosive controversy in June. The New York Times on um, Rachel's audio release vent to a top PR consultant about ESPN's fellow employee Marie, Maria Taylor. Um, Nicole's has heard that he is blasting ESPN in an attempt to give away to Taylor, a black woman, in the light of the current stupid long-standing recording of diversity in racial climate and networks. As for Taylor, she declined ESPN's offer of big bucks and headed for NBC. Nicole's acknowledged the move on social media and wrote, in quote, I created the entire show, spent five years with my favorite people, and about one of my favorite things talks. Thanks to our amazing producers and crew forever, the cr the jump was never made to last forever, but it was certainly fun. Come on more. ESPN recently charged senior um, vice president Dave Roberts by overseeing their NBA coverage. The decision is said to have been ultimately made by the Roberts. On Wednesday, Roberts issued a brief statement on the shakeup stating that both sides 
mutually agreed that this approach to our NBA coverage is best for all parties. Roberts continues, Rachel is a great reporter, host, and journalist, and thanks for her many contributions to the NBA content. Nicole's reportedly has about a year left on her contract, and if her contract expires, it shouldn't be a problem to find a job. Alternatively, if Nicole sits on the bench and gets angry, ESPN is said to be more likely to discuss leaving her network. ESPN continues to to pay Rachel Nicole's salary, a certain feature on the air. Um, source to ESPN continues to pay Nicole's salary, a certain, yeah. Well, <sighs> she shouldn't have, she shouldn't have done what she did. All right. And, you know, I kind of feel for the black woman, man, to be honest with you. I mean, you know, not everything's all all white and vanilla ice cream like you know what i'm saying <laughs> um but i just feel i just feel like she did cross the line and still getting paid for this shit but i don't know man um anyway this is just this is nuts right now um let me go to Let's go to the meaning of National Sports Day. Uh, for those of you who may not know what that is, I will, I will gladly, um, you know, get into it. So, National Sports Day, of course, um, October is prime time for National Sports Day. That's why on October 16th, the fans, families, and athletes of all the sports coverage to celebrate their favorite athletic events all disciplines of a sport take the field from the youngest to the seasoned professional while golfers hit the links to get at least nine more holes before the show no before the snow flies hoopsters gear up for the season ahead the puck hits center ice early in october while baseball aims for the bleachers and clears the bases football is heating up with tackles, kicks, and offsides. Don't forget volleyball digs midseason too, which I will cover next year in the summertime. Um, runners in most of the country love October. Events like 5K, half, and full marathons throughout the nation feature opportunities to enjoy the fall weather and beautifully changing landscapes. In the Western Hemisphere, families gather to watch soccer's final kickoff the intensity builds and every game ends with memories of wicked kicks or the goalie's best save from a young age family road trips took many to cheer on siblings in a variety of sports we hauled out gear from place to place and the team knew the season was drawing to a close when the duffel bags began to smell. <laughs> oh, really? How to observe hashtag National Sports Day, you ask? Um, gather your friends to enjoy watching your favorite sports team. Get out and play, too. No matter your skill level, um, relishing the challenge 
and physical activity will be worth it. Besides getting together with friends and family to celebrate a favorite pastime is one of the best ways to celebrate every day. And when you do take a team photo and share it using the hashtag National Sports Day. Um, you can learn about the sports you love in six brief histories of sports in America. I'm sorry. Um, this kind of frees up. Um, yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, what was I? Yeah. Okay. So national sports day history. Um, Wally rocks in partnership with my brother. Why do I keep doing that? Um, yeah, so Wally in partnership with National National Day's calendar found its National Sports Day in 2019 to um, celebrate the athletes, families, and fans of all sports. National Sports Day is about the benefits of sport and competition when our youth have an opportunity to play competitively, they advance their skills and build great habits to take with them into adulthood. Family members who support them create a bond that brings them together, improving the family unit and communities throughout the nation. Children excel at a sport when given a chance to practice under the pressure of competition in the brain, no, excuse me, game brain. And with soccer becoming a national sport for all ages, Wally Rocks chose it as their first sport to spotlight. With all sports, practice is vital. However, time touching the ball under pressure of competition makes players excel. Um, With the sport, no, excuse me, with the support of great coaches working their magic. These young novices mature into confident players. How exciting to watch their confidence grow. The registrar at National Day calendar proclaimed National Sports Day in 2019 to be observed on October 16th annually. Okay. Sports facts. What is the popular sport in the world a with over 3.5 billion fans worldwide soccer clearly um harnesses the favorite sport status um fifa estimates 200 265 million play the sport the sports top tournament lasts lasts a long a month long every four years and captures an audience of 517 million viewers. In 2018, um, over 3 million fans attended the tournament, not to mention the billions who watch or listen around the world. Hold on, folks, as I take a little sip. Okay.
All right. Okay. Um, what is the world's oldest sport? Wrestling earns the title for oldest competitive sport. Evidence of the sport dates back 15,000 years. Wow. Um, what is the oldest team sport? Um, A. Um, Ulama is not only the oldest team sport, but it is also the oldest known sport to use a ball. The game developed around 3,500 years ago in Central and Southern America. There are over 1,500 national days. Don't miss a single one. Celebrate every day with National Day Calendar. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, this is crazy. I did not notice. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you have it. That's what National um, Sports Day is about. Um, all right. Now we are going to go to um another terrible incident that I'd like to see. Um, okay, another terrible incident I didn't really get a chance to talk about here is um hang on a second guys um hang on a second as I set this up um this has to do with Alyssa Brooks son getting attacked on the basketball court so I will gladly you know go over go over the story with you guys so there we go all right so um Alyssa and her husband Robbie joined TMZ live on Thursday and said Nick's improved a bit but he's still on a liquid diet and Drinking out of a straw now instead of a syringe. Um, Alyssa also said Nick's jaw will be wide shut until mid-September. Damn. Um, as for um, as for what led to the attack, Robbie says Nick never saw it coming. Robbie said Nick told him they were playing five on five and he got challenged to one on one robbie said nick told him he drove up the middle and it's the last thing he remembers before being assaulted man that's crazy man that's crazy okay Alyssa and Robbie are justifiably so outraged that other students involved in the attack, as well as those who stood by and laughed while filming it, have faced no consequences. Oh, my goodness. So people like that who want to do something outrageous like that just to just to get a couple of laughs and, and stuff like that. You're going to get something that's coming, though, man. And that's this buzzer. Yeah, that's a terrible way. That's a terrible way to express yourself right there. I'm sorry. But 
<laughs> That's terrible. Um. Anyway, what's more? What's more? Um. Alyssa says the school districts claim. Uh. Their hands are tied because the incident happened off campus. She's calling bullshit and implores the public to sign her change.org petition so other parents don't find themselves um don't find themselves in a similar situation. Actress Alyssa Brooks' teenage son was visually attacked on a basketball court and it was all filmed by other kids who just stood by and laughed. You see Alyssa's son Nick driving the lane before he shoved to before he shoved to the ground. Nick quickly gets up to confront the guy who committed the flagrant foul, but he put he's pushed and then someone comes out of nowhere and punches punches him in the face. Um here's my question. Yeah. That I don't know, man. <laughs> See, this ties into bullying, okay? This ties into bullying, all right? Um, so you have it. Hold on. You have an athlete, um, who's on a basketball court, who is one of probably the probably one of the best basketball players right now. And you have this idiot who decides to push um, the player or punch the player in the face, which which this person has a lot of nerve doing. And, you know, whatever stupid reason it is, it's ridiculous. And, and, and I'm sorry. I have to agree with I have to agree with the parents on this one. I have to agree with the parents on this one. The school should be held responsible for this mess. Even if it's off campus, even if it's off campus, it doesn't matter. They still have an obligation to actually, um, you know, do what they have to do. Like, is that so hard? Really? Is that really that hard? Okay. I tell you this, man. One more time, I'm going to give a buzzer, man. That's an extra no for me, man. Um, Anyway. Anyway, man. Um, Let's continue. Um, Okay. Nick suffered a broken jaw in three places, a severe concussion and whiplash. When he got to the hospital, a a baseball-sized lump had formed on the black on the back of his head, prompting concerns from doctors that there might be internal bleeding in his brain. Alyssa, whose acting credits include Strange Stranger Things, Ozark, and Queen of the South, told Eleven Alive she spent Nick's seventeenth birthday feeding him liquids through a syringe because his jaw his jaw's been wired shut for six weeks. Wow. Actually, it might be more than six weeks now. Alyssa's anger at those who found joy in the beatdown. She said, I don't expect any everybody to be a hero and run in to save the day if that's not your style. But to laugh and applaud and, and cheer, that's not humanity. Nick's got a long road 
to of recovery ahead. Once his jaw, once his jaw is unwired, um, as you can hear the car, of course. Um, Alyssa says he'll need additional additional weeks of bands to strengthen and retrain. Re no, retrain his bite. He also faces six months to a year of wearing braces to align his teeth, several of which he, she says, were twisted out of place. Hmm. As for the attackers, the kid who broke Nick's jaw has been charged with assault as a juvenile, but Alyssa says the kids who filmed the incident should should also be brought to justice. She has since started a change.org petition towards that end. Um, there's also a GoFundMe to help offset Nick's hospital bills, which have already exceeded $50,000. Man, that's crazy, man. That's really crazy. Um, That's really crazy, son. Um, Man. And speaking of crazy, we're going to go to Charles Barkley. <laughs> so, so Charles Barkley fires back. Let's go to the story. Scottie Pippen and Charles Barkley had beef for a long time now. Ever since their playing days, these two legends dislike each other, which hasn't changed after they retired from the game. Now that they are 50-plus years old, they keep taking jabs at each other whenever they have the opportunity. A couple of weeks ago, um, Pippen talked with GQ, reviewing curious details of his career. Relationship with Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, and his long-term feud with Charles Barkley. Talking, to, talking with Tyler Times, Pippen labeled Barkley as a fake tough guy. Um, since he only fought players when referees were around. Um, so, um, interesting you mentioned Charles Barkley because he once said that he would get arrested for murder if you didn't apologize to him for calling him fat other than other than your breakup with the Rockets. I wish he would have went through with it. I never apologized to him. But I'll tell you what, he only got arrested for throwing some little white guys out of the window. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man, that has to be that has to be crazy right here, though, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> I ain't never seen him fight a black man unless there were referees around. Um, <laughs> oh shit! Unless there are white guys around, um, referees around. He plays his role like he's tough. I don't know nobody. He's done whooped. Go back and check his record. I did apologize to him. Did I apologize to him? I told him to get me. Told him to get me. Um, 
the hell out of there. That's what I recall. Barkley finally had the chance to reply to these comments, making a big claim too. The 1993 NBA MVP stated that he's tougher than Scottie Pippen, although although he's not trying to be a bully every day. I don't walk around saying I'm Billy Badass. <laughs> Billy Badass. That's crazy. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but I can promise you one thing. I'm tougher than Scottie Pippen. Let me put that to rest now. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Chuck recently stated they are all are old to be beefing, but that doesn't mean he'll remain silent while under attack. When he, when he and Scotty shared touches in Houston, things didn't go well for that super team. Their rocky relationship ruined the Rockets' plan to conquer the NBA championship again. There's no real beef in the NBA right now, and seeing two 90s legends going at it right now has become a source of entertainment for plenty of fans. Chuck is always ready to fire back, and Scotty stopped being that quiet man that enchanted people during his best days. This can only provide juicy quotes um and that's about <laughs> yeah charles barkley is something else man i mean although i might not agree with the things that he does but you do <laughs> you do realize that um um you do realize that scotty pimp is not a fucking tough guy at all man you do realize that right <laughs> And you know, speaking of um, speaking of tough guys, um, I'd like to talk about one more thing, man, before I even uh, wrap this up. And this has to do with the Mets, Phillies, minor, minor leaguers. So I've been holding on to this story because I've been like, you know, I was like. Um, in the process of um, rearranging my room and stuff like that, which I didn't plan. I didn't plan on doing that, but but this was out of my um, annoying mother. So so forgive me for the long delay. Um. Anyway. Um. Anyway. So, of course, minor leaguers in the in the New York Mets and Philadelphia Phillies farm systems wore teal wristbands Saturday to protest pay, to protest pay that they say is insufficient. Oh wow. Insufficient. At least 10 players from the Brooklyn Cyclones and Jersey Shore Blue Claws. <laughs> Blue Claws. Oh shit. Wore the wristbands which feature the hashtag um Hair Fairball during their high A game in New York. The demonstration was organized in part by advocates for minor leaguers, which also handed out the wristbands to fans and distributed pamphlets detailing the financial issues faced by players. In quote, minor league baseball players have been severely underpaid and silenced for decades. Players from both teams said in a joint statement released 
by advocates for minor leaguers to the Associated Press. End quote. Um, today, we are wearing hashtag fair ball wristbands to show our solidarity with every fan and ally who is working to change that. We love the game of baseball, but it needs to evolve. It is time for every minor leaguer to be paid a living wage. Hmm. High A players make a minimum of $500 per week and are only paid during the roughly six-month minor league season, while some players get signing bonuses worth hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars. Upon entering pro ball, many sign for a little as one grand. The financial burden has prompted players to sleep on sofas, air mattresses, or floors in overcrowded apartments, play with tattered equipment, and seek charity from fans and more fortunate teammates. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I do feel bad for them. Um, I don't know what why this thing is acting up right here. Um, just give me a second here. Yeah, give me a sec. Um, just give me a sec here. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, let me get to the, um, I'm gonna get back to the story in a sec, actually. Just have to, you know, look for, um. All right, so, okay, this was the last topic of the day, so I'm actually going to um, continue where I left off with the uh, um, with the um, okay, we are going to continue where we left off. Um, <clears throat> okay, we're going to continue where we left off here. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, shoot. Um, hold on a minute. Yeah, let me, hold on, why is this not loading? Um, okay, um, U.S. News. Okay, sorry about that. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. Um, all right, so let me just start. Let me just start over, man. All right, um, Mets Phillies minor leaguers protest pay with wristbands. Minor league, minor leaguers, um, minor league players in New York Mets and Phillies farm systems are wearing teal wristbands Saturday to protest pay that they say is insufficient. Minor leaguers players, minor league players in New York Mets and the, uh, um, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for about that, but let me see. She was... Wait, I just had that story. Anyway. 
Yeah, at least 10 players from the Brooklyn Cyclones and Jersey Shore Blue Claws wore the wristbands, which featured the hashtag um, Fairball during their high A game in New York. The demonstration was organized in part of advocates for minor leaguers, which also handed out the wristbands to fans and distributed pamphlets detailing the financial issues faced by players. Minor league baseball players have been severely underpaid and silenced for decades. Players from both teams said in a joint statement released by advocates for minor leaguers to the Associated Press, end quote, today, we are wearing hashtag fairball wristbands to show our solidarity with every fan and ally who is working to change that. We love the game of baseball, but it needs to evolve. It is time for every minor leaguer to be paid with a living wage. High A players make a minimum of 500 per week and are only paid during the rough, the roughly six-month minor league system. Uh, while some players get signing bonuses worth hundreds of thousands, even millions of dollars upon entering pro. Many sign for a little as 1000 The financial burden has prompted players to sleep on sofas, air mattresses, or floors in overcrowded apartments, um, play with um, tattered equipment, and seek charity from fans and more fortunate teammates. Uh, end quote. The players who don wristbands in Brooklyn today will make less than twelve grand this year. Advocates for minor leaguers said in a statement to the AP, end quote, the MLB teams they play for are worth well more than $2 billion. There, There is absolutely no excuse for this. We are proud of these players for standing up for themselves and each other. Their message should be heard loud and clear across the industry. It is time to pay minor leaguers a living wage. Advocates for minor leaguers said Saturday night it had volunteers handing out wristbands and pamphlets to fans outside minor league stadiums in Georgia, Iowa, Nebraska, and California, along with Brooklyn, which had the only on-field player protest with wrist with the wristbands. Hold on, let me take a drink. <clears throat> All right. All right. Um, so the pamphlet suggests that MLB teams extend pay to players during the offseason and provide players with housing and three meals a day during the season. <clears throat> While major league players make a minimum of five hundred and seventy thousand five hundred dollars, players with minor league contracts are not part of the major league players association prior to this season players at the lowest levels of the minors made uh, as little as four thousand eight hundred eight hundred dollars per year garrett brashiris co-founder of advocates for minor leaguers has said he would like minor league players to eventually form their own union. 
Um, minor league baseball raised um, minor league salaries in 2021, with full season minor leaguers earning between twelve thousand to sixteen thousand eight hundred eight hundred dollars per person. Um, the federal poverty line is twelve thousand eight hundred eighty for individuals. The raise came amid a shakeup of the players' development pipeline that included chopping the affiliated minors from one sixty to one twenty teams. We are seven months into a significant change that aims to address longstanding issues that have impacted minor league players. MLB said in a statement to the AP, um, in quote, improving the working conditions and pay for minor leaguers is among the chief goals of the modernization of our players' development system, end quote. Player salaries and working conditions are unequivocally better than they were under the previous structure. While more work remains, um, enormous strides have been taken by increasing um, salaries from 38 to 72 percent for 2021, improving facilities, providing more amenities and better clubhouse conditions, and reducing in season travel with better graphical alignment. Um <clears throat> okay, there you have it though, man. Um all right. Um I don't really have too much to say on the minor leagues thing, but I do realize what they're trying to do. And and as far as like you know having a union and as far as like having um you know better pay for living and stuff cuz if you really think if you really think about it the pay that they're doing right now they can't they can't really um live off of that if you really think about it though they really can't and you know I actually you know agree with the idea of you know better pay you know what i mean for minor leaguers um, as far as the Brooklyn Cyclones that I've been hearing about, I never seen, I never really see them play in action as far as on TV. I'm not sure exactly which channel they would have it on, but I would have to look into that um a little later. Um, and yeah, and that's pretty much what my little take on on this um. For the time being, this is like my um, this is like my take on this thing right here. So I'm actually going to, um, I'm going to actually wrap up the show right now. Let me see how much time I have on here. Okay, so listen, um, you like what you heard in today's episode or any previous episodes whatsoever, um, make sure you catch up on episodes one and two on every streaming platform, which I will discuss in a, in a, in a sec. Um, feel free to show some love by making a charitable donation to my cash app, which is GMoneyStacks555. Um, dollar sign G Money Stacks 555. That's dollar sign G M O N E Y 
capital S T A C K Z 555. Um, once again, it's not about breaking the bank and having a lot of money to show support. It's all about what you can and what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Whatever amount you're comfortable with will be appreciated. So, um, listen, um, I would like to actually add the fact that um, we are on, of course, I'd like to add the fact that um, we are actually on, um, you know, before I even get to the audio streaming platforms, um, I want to actually um, basically say, and I do sincerely apologize for the long delay. I was dealing with something very, very, very internal with my mental health. So I wanted to actually take a breather and I've been overwhelmed with certain things in my life. So, um, and you know, I'm back now and I'm really trying to, you know, get things together. So, um, you get what I'm saying right here. Um, you, you know what I mean. Um, anyway, you can, anyway, um, you, what you can do, you can go follow, um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. Actually, let me just put the screen right here real quick. You can go follow, um, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast on Instagram alongside with my other shows, which is, um, meticulous vibe juice podcast um off the meat rack chains new york podcast on facebook and instagram and of course um the primary handle on the gram which is which is g money stacks 555 in queens new york and make sure you go follow me at 17 live at g money stacks queens new york at 17 live at g money stacks queens new york all right um now I do want to um hold on I do want to remind people where you can actually listen to the show. Um so here we go. You can you can listen to the episodes. Um by the way, when you go to the Instagram page of Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, right? Um, you're going to see a link that says Linktree. Um, it's going to say Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. And it's going to include these following audio streaming platforms where you can actually get an idea on where you want to listen to the episodes. So starting with Anchor, we on Audible, Amazon Music, um, Breaker, Deezer, Listen FM. Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, um, Podorama. Um, we are also on Reason FM, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, TuneIn Radio. And don't forget to listen to Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and the YouTube. 
Make sure you subscribe, follow the show on every streaming platforms that I just mentioned to you. Um, and also make sure you um grab the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the sports edition news show, um, on YouTube. And be sure to um leave a like, comment on the episodes. Make sure you actually, um, you know, share the videos. Basically, make sure you um, download your favorite episodes. Uh, Stay tuned for upcoming episodes, previous episodes that was previously recorded that will be automatically um, uploaded and posted to the YouTube channel page. Um, More video content. Um... Make sure you tell a friend to another friend. Um, of course, like I said, make sure you download your favorite episodes on every streaming platform. It'll really help wonders. And and of course, you know, share the podcast along with on um, the audio streaming platforms, which includes YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, and all the other stuff with the Linktree link that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast um, to your friends, all right? And, you know, like I say at every, every end of the show, I like to actually, you know, you know, you know, say something in regards to mental health and give some pointers on how to start a podcast, which I will do that. So, um... So, first, mental health, right? Listen, make sure you reach out to your loved ones, including your your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends. Um, Those individuals might be fine on the outside, but on the inside, they are not. So, don't get it twisted. Um, So, um. You don't have to wait every year when it comes to um, mental health awareness, which is in which is in May, folks, um, to reach out to 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 the people you care about. Um, it's all about um, you know following your um, your mind, your your following your mind, your your heart, your soul, your intentions. Um, your gut and your instincts, because the fact of the matter is, you can't, you're not going to be able to put a time frame on when is a good time to reach out to somebody. Believe me, I tried that before, and it hasn't worked out for me. So, you know, it's all about taking a risk too. When you take a risk on trying to reach out to see how they're doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, it's. It, it actually shows that you actually, you know, care. That you want to know what's going on in their mind. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, they will really appreciate you for reaching out. And I said I was going to give some podcast tips, right? Now, before I do that, let me take a drink real quick.
All right. So if you have a dream of of being a podcaster and you want to create a show like I'm doing with three podcast shows under my belt, I'm going to give you some key ingredients of the things that you need to start a podcast, all right? Because I've been willing to actually help out two people who are actually trying to start one. And like I said on my other show, Off the Meat Rat Change New York podcast, um, if you guys need any um, guidance and help on how to start a podcast, I will gladly um, answer the DMs on my primary personal page, which is on G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Um, so, so, um, okay. So the key ingredients that you need to start a podcast is you need headphones. You need a microphone like I'm using right now, which is a Voxcon. Now, um, I did hear that the Yeti microphones are pretty good too. So you, sometimes you might, you want, you might want to look into that, like at a Walmart or a target. I actually got this from um, target instead of um, Amazon. So, you know what I mean? I, I got this instead of going to the wish app. So, you know what I mean? I figured, um, you know, target might have something like this. So I actually gave it a shot. Um, so you also need, you also need a laptop or a computer, either one that you have will work. And you also need a software that will support your live streams and your pre-recordings or whatever, but I don't really do pre-recordings because you know, I'm not really the, the pre-recording typical person. I'm more of a live stream person. Like, if you guys want to get to know me and stuff like that, of course, I'm going to show my face. That's one of the reasons why I'm showing my face is because, you know, I want people to get to know me as a person and as the host with the most and all the other great stuff. Now, um, also, you need... You need... Um, what else do you need? You also, um, when you're coming up with, um, the name of the podcast, um, you want to make sure that it's something that nobody has ever heard before. Um, you want to come up with something that, um, that is very unique, original, um, natural, um, something that represents you. Um, so you don't really have to worry about feeling gimmicky and, and all that other shit. So, um, also, um, another thing that you could do when you are creating um, the podcast show of your dreams, um, and you're trying to figure out what the, um, and you're trying to figure out what the synopsis is going to be. Um, don't worry about overthinking too much, okay? You don't want to overthink yourself. You just take your time, plan things out, um, because there's no blueprint on a right or wrong way to actually do a podcast, man. Everybody does their podcast a little differently. Everybody's not the same. Um, you know what I mean? And 
And, you know, I kind of realized that, too, that not everybody's the same when it comes to podcasting. And, you know, everybody's podcast journey might be a little different. So, um, so there you have it. Um, and don't worry about, um, don't worry about these online flizzies who gives you a hard time trying to act like they, they trying to be the greatest or whatever. It's not about that. It's about, um, the respect and along with how you treat people. You want to be treated how you want to be, you want to treat them how you want to be treated. Kind of like what the song Father MC was talking about here. Now, as far as success, um, you, as far as success, what you do, you success, you let it speak for itself. Um, and you also, um, what you want to do to, what you want to do to these haters, you picture them as food, right? Picture them as the, 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 the big dessert of pound cake. You know what you do? You eat them up alive alongside with your favorite Halloween snacks whatsoever, Homer Simpson style, like this. And also, if you like to download the Anchor app, you're more than willing to download the Anchor app on your phones, your, your iPhones, your Androids, your tablets, your computers, your laptops, and if you and if you like to check out the website, be sure you check out anchor.fm so you can get yourself a head start. All right. Also, don't worry about the analytics and stuff too much as far as the numbers and stuff. Don't worry about that. As long as people as long as you get a certain amount of listens as far as like you know the amount of plays, that's something. That's something. And you know, you you just have to trust the process on on how many people will listen. It's not easy telling who is listening as far as like, you know, the different demographics and stuff. So, you know, you might want to be careful on what type of individuals you attract as far as like the trollzillas and online flizzies and stuff like that, which already been eaten alive already, like this. Yeah, so um so that's the tips that I'm going to actually give you in every episode in case you guys want help on starting the podcast and the types of equipment that you need. Um any software that you are using, like an audio audio program audio programming on how to record audio um recordings of your podcast and stuff. Um Another thing I want to recommend is StreamYard, which is what I'm using right now. So we are live and direct on the YouTube and StreamYard. And, of course, um, I'm using 17 Live as well. So I will get you your comments before I wrap up the show. Um, also, also, before I forget, um, before I forget, StreamYard is a program um, where it gives you the tools for you to create banners, for you to create, um, of course, talking points, 
And of course, a banner that you see on the YouTube screen, which says Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, the sports edition news show, of course. Um, and of course, the um, the talking points of where you could actually follow the people on, on the social media handles, the gram, Twitter, Facebook, um, 17 Live, and all these other places. And you can also um, mention the websites on there too. So that's what I really like about StreamYard is that you get to create um, your stuff. So it's five times better than Zoom, so you don't have to worry about fucking um, glitches and shit. So that's why I recommend StreamYard. All right. So you guys are more than welcome to check out StreamYard. You can make an account on there. Um, I would go for the free version because because um you don't want to you don't want to um end up paying every month and stuff. So um by the way um with StreamYard um it will reset the uh, recording. No, not the recording. Excuse me. It will reset um. The amount of time that you've been recording, as I looked at it, it's um, it's twenty hours and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's twenty hours. Once you go over that twenty hours, they're gonna ask you to upgrade and pay. So you don't really want to do that. Also on there, you can add, you can add two to two to six people on there in the live chat, and Another thing you could you can do as a as one of the hosts right here is you get the chance to send links of the invites to your emails and the people who have if who have phone numbers with um you get to invite them to your live chat while you're recording. So that's pretty much what I did. With my other pod, with the main podcast that's reaching um one year anniversary that's coming soon in November, um, and yeah, and there you have it. So, listen, like I said, man, I do apologize for um the long delay, but what I will say is this. Make sure you be careful out there while you're trick-or-treating, while you're going to your Halloween party together, um, events or anything like that, due to the weirdos and stuff like that. And you know, in in my episode 84 of Off the Meat Rack Change New York podcast, um, we're gonna be talking about, you know, something way different than our traditional um chatting on the jazz. This time is going to be related to something um, Halloween-related stuff. The same goes with um, Meticulous Vibe Juice podcast. Um, so you guys are more than welcome to join me on 17 Live at 6 p.m. And at 8 p.m. as well because of the World Series is going on. Because I don't want to miss my show, The Rookie. So there you have it. Um, Listen, thank you very much for tuning in and rock with me in this episode of Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. 
Of course, there's going to be more um, content. There's going to be more um, topics to talk about. And it's going to be, you know, some moments. And I will try to see if I can actually, um, you know, create a segment for this this um, platform right here. So I'm going to actually, um, I'm actually going to create one in a few minutes. So, um, like I said, man, I appreciate every single one of you. Make sure you um, wash your hands with with water and soap, your hand sanitizer. Make sure you have your water alongside with your Gatorade because you need electrolytes so you can get your energy and strength. And I appreciate every single one of you, and I will see you in the next episode. And I hope you enjoyed the rest of your Halloween weekend. I'm G Money Stacks. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rocking with me. Peace and one love. See you next time. Hey guys, G Money Stacks here. You like what you heard? I need your help on some things. Go to the YouTube channels like Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast Sports Edition Show, G Money Stacks 555, and Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast by grabbing the subscribe button, enable alerts with the notification bell, leave a like, comment on the episodes, including the topics, and much more. Plus, you can catch up on the episodes on streaming platforms, including YouTube, by going to the link that says Linktree slash Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast. Make sure you follow on Instagram, Excellent Fun Vibrant Podcast, Meticulous Vibe Juice Podcast, 
Off the Meat Rat Chains New York podcast, alongside with myself, G Money Stacks 555 in Queens, New York. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking with me and listening to the episodes. Peace and one love.